Remember, folks, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and are not that of my employer. Hey, yo. Who's in the house? Dies in your house. Ooh, what is the word, peeps? What goes on? Jay Porks here. We're back. We have a bonus episode. And I wish it was for good reasons. A bonus episode of Dies in Your House. Exclusively on Patreon, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. This one is free. Everybody gets it for free at the same time. It is that important. Almost as important or as important or more important about as what I talk about on my podcast weekly, which is, it is very important that we take advantage of this thing called democracy, that we take advantage of these free and fair elections that we're handed, that we have the right to participate in. Because the way the country is going at the moment right now, it seems to be heading in the direction of free and fair elections going away. And we lose democracy, we head towards fascism, and it's not anything that we as Americans signed up for. Hey Google, what is fascism? According to Wikipedia, fascism is a form of far-right, authoritarian ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition, as well as strong regimentation of society and of the economy which came to prominence in early 20th century Europe. Yeah, that's, that's not a list of American values, and we need to push back on it. We need to push back on our leaders when our leaders want to kill us. And this weekend, we will get into more about the politics of what's going on right now. We'll talk about it a little bit in a few minutes. But I just want to rest in peace, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I'm going to lower the music a little bit because it seems too jovial and it's not a happy time at all. Rest in peace, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died at 87 years old. It's... This is tough. This is a tough one, and I can't, um, like, if, if I get something in my eye during this episode, don't mind me. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg wasn't allowed to law clerk at most places. After she got her degree because of inequality. She couldn't even get a job as a clerk in most law firms at the time. Went on to be on the United States Supreme Court. The highest court in the land. To put it in perspective, you know how I come on and I, you know, every week, you know, listen, we got to vote and we have to vote out the fascist crime syndicate out of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. We have to do that. But 
at the same time, the Supreme Court being shifting this far conservative, if it happens, which it is going to happen, is worse than Trump being in charge for the next hundred fucking years. Because it might as well be that. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a, um, the first tenured law professor at, the first female tenured law professor at Columbia. She also taught at Rutgers before that. But in 1980, Jimmy Carter named her to the, to a district court, uh, one of the circuit courts. And in 1993, and this is probably, I mean, is Ruth Bader Ginsburg Bill Clinton's best thing? I know I know 2020 Bill Clinton isn't everybody's favorite cup of tea, but 1993 Bill Clinton? This country wasn't so bad back then. Ruth Bader Ginsburg named to the Supreme Court in 1993. Now, there was... Now, all right, everybody remembers Kavanaugh, everybody remembers Gorsuch. These are the most recent appointees. These are the most recent things we've seen hyper-partisan on TV. We've seen uh, battles over. We've seen which which Republicans are going to vote, which Republicans aren't, who's for them, who's against them. Kavanaugh was like a split vote almost. I, be- I believe it was completely down the middle, completely uh, party lines. When Ruth Bader Ginsburg was named to the Supreme Court, there was concerns about her activism. Like she was she fought a lot for equal rights, you know, to not be discriminated against on the basis of sex. That was her life's that was her battle, equality for each person. Because it says persons in the documents. It doesn't say men. It doesn't say women. It says persons. So there were like, there was like, oh, we have an, we're going to put an activist on the court. The vote in the Senate was like 96 to 3 or something to confirm. It's not even close. It wasn't even. I mean, this is when things were normal. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was on the side, was, you know, on the side and def- and would, would not, there would not have been uh, gay marriage legal in all 50 states. There would not be, abortion would already be illegal. And I'm diving right into that in a second. Abortion would already be illegal if it wasn't for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, holding together the court. And, you know, she had four cancers. But she didn't retire because there was a more dangerous cancer living at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. And she hired clerks 
through 2020 to send the signal that I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying until I'm dead. I will not let you do this. And she gave us everything she had. And when that when that news alert popped up on my Apple Watch when I was at work, was I at work? No, I was on the bus. I was on the bus heading home. And ding. And the first words were Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I'm like, oh, I, I wonder, like, you know, what's happening now because she's always recently has had a lot of health scares and has passed away. And I was just like, audibly, I said, no, oh, no. Like, I think there was two other people on the bus. And I was just like, no, no, this can't. And I was just broken and I was defeated. And then I remembered that as defeated as I may feel, I was never a woman who was a lawyer who couldn't get a job at a place because of the um, parts I was born with on my body. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm sure Ruth Bader Ginsburg felt pretty pretty down too. I'm sure she felt like, wow, there's no way out of this. I'm a woman. She fought and won. Was on the Supreme Court. The notorious RBG. I dissent. Not respectfully. Um, if anybody needs a refresher on how important the Supreme Court is, it's the highest court in the land. When you appeal something in court, you know how like you watch Law and Order, and they're like, "I'd like to appeal this decision." Well, if you have high enough, if you have pricey enough lawyers where you can keep appealing, keep appealing, keep appealing, uh, it eventually goes to the Supreme Court. That is the last court it goes to, and. If you think, well, Jay, you know, tell me about why that matters right now. Well, in 2000, the election was tied and the Supreme Court gave it to George Bush. Think about where we would be as a planet if we had one more judge on that court, one more liberal leaning judge on that court, one more Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Think where we'd be. And, I mean... So, it was a tied election in 2000, and the Supreme Court gave it to Bush. Um, This year, the election is going to be sus. Mail-in voting. COVID. It's either going to be a really short night or a really long couple of weeks. There is not going to be any in between. The Supreme Court is important because 
Republicans want to make abortion illegal. Okay, now listen. Where you stand personally on abortion with your family, your religion, your loved ones, your spouse, that's your business. And you can behave with your body as long as it's not affecting my body or anybody else's body, however way you want. I mean, that's my opinion, you know? Like, the Republican poli- the Republican preference on abortion is no abortions ever. Democrats' thoughts on abortion are, you know, it's really up to you. It's really up to the woman. First of all, there should never be a time where people with, pardon, you know, I don't mean to be just out there, but people without vaginas, people without uteruses, people without ovaries should not be making decisions about what happens with vaginas, uteruses, and ovaries. Now, I got to tell you, a lot of the people who I deal with on a day-to-day basis, whether it's, you know, at the bus stop, on lunch, whatever... Um, they all express, you know, similar feelings to me about Trump, but also it's like, they feel, well, you know, we'll vote and that's what we'll do. Over the last couple of days, I've said to some females, this Ruth Bader Ginsburg shit really got me. And they're like, oh, what the judge? Yeah, I know. I say, they're going to make abortion illegal. And every single one of these women have said to me quickly with the quick head head turn, the neck crack was like, they can't do that. Like, they can't. They can't do that. Not not afraid that they were going to do it, but telling me matter-of-factly that they can't. They can. They're trying. Roe v. Wade is not law. Roe v. Wade is a legal opinion that the Supreme Court and all the laws have been based on but there is no actual law and until there is an actual law whoever's in control of the Supreme Court is in control of uteruses all across the country and that's crazy to me that's insane I'm sorry but I'm not sorry I mean, so you might be a conservative, but I think if you're a conservative, you, you want a 5-4, you want, in, first of all, the Supreme Court, why is it not even? It's a court. Shouldn't they be a jury? Why aren't there 12 of them? Oh, we don't want them to be tied? Why don't you motherfuckers agree on something? It's a lifetime appointment. Oh, that's another thing. It's a lifetime appointment. So when Trump picks some douchebag to be on the Supreme Court who wants to tell women what to do with their bodies and give everybody AR-15s or whatever the case may be, remember that that 39-year-old Federalist judge, he's not gone when Trump is gone. He's there forever. 
Like, you will forget his name before you die. And then he will pop up again. You'll be like, oh, that motherfucker? This is... This is very important. This is real. I didn't think this can get realer. 2020, I hate you so much. This is the worst year on record. This guy Trump's lucky Woodrow Wilson exists. I mean, Trump might still be worst president ever. But like, if Republicans are confident that they're going to win the election, then just put off the pick until after the election. What's the problem? Do you guys have no confidence in your boy? That's your man's in them. Um, over the weekend, I do want to get into a more extended view of the political spectrum on this, but really fast, I just wanted, this is happening so fast, it's Monday night, I'm recording this at 10.57, I'm, I want this out by midnight, so you should get this minutes after I record it, literally, so I'm talking basically in real time, sometimes I record a day early and, you know, my COVID death toll is a couple of thousand off, but no, um, this is happening now, and it's a very fluid situation. So, the fact of the matter is, you need to find... So, you already got Lisa Murkowski, and you already got Susan Collins, which I don't trust Susan Collins as far as I can throw her. Uh, Susan Collins has said that we should wait till after the election. Lisa Murkowski said we should wait till after the election. Lindsey Graham is on tape twice in front of congressional people, in front of a congressional committee, and at some Atlantic forum. And he said, if a Supreme Court seat comes up in the last year of a Republican's presidency, of Trump's presidency, we will wait till after the election. You can save this tape and you can fry me for it later. He has now changed his tune and said, no, we're going to name a pick. Mitch McConnell says he's moving along with a pick, even though when there was 285 days left in Obama's term, he wasn't allowed to name a new Supreme Court justice. They wouldn't even give his pick a vote. Republicans could have been petty and they just could have voted down everybody he brought. But they wouldn't even move. But before all these Repu- before Mitch McConnell tries to corral 50 Republicans together for a vote, which by the way is going to be a task in itself. Let me remind all of you listening to this about this. Remember second stimulus checks? So that was passed in the House by Democrats. That bill was given to Mitch McConnell. It's in the Senate. They could pass that any time and give you more money. They've decided not to do that. Not, they didn't say they don't want to do it. They're just leaving it on the desk. They're going to take that bill. They're going to put that bill to the side. And they're going to rush a Supreme Court pick to the bench in the fastest confirmation in the history of the country while not giving you 
a second stimulus, COVID money. Letting states and local governments hang out there to dry. It's disgusting. It's appalling. And it is exactly the kind of reckless governing that Ruth Bader Ginsburg would have wanted us to fight back against. That John Lewis would have told us to get into good trouble for. It's time. We're taking back our country. November 3rd, 2020. Let's get it. Dies in your house. Exclusively on Patreon, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. This weekend, brand new episode, Dies in Your House. We'll cover more of this. Until then, rest in power. The notorious RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg.